today we're going to Expensify. When they did their public listing a few months ago, it was pretty interesting how a lot of people picked up on the fact that they're running SQLite in production, a custom blockchain version of SQLite. And the founder, David Barrett, actually appeared on the Stack Overflow podcast to talk a little bit more. And it turns out he has a lot more heterodox opinions than just the SQLite stuff. So let's get get right into it. First, his views on management. Are you involved in that part of it now? Or do you have a CTO and you focus more on the executive side? Well, so actually, we don't have a CTO. Uh, We don't have, like, no one has any sort of, like, uh, hierarchy internally. Like, the only titles we have um, are fictional titles for investors basically because if you talk to like you know if you're a public company like like who who is this person like who's your chief product officer but i don't know there's a whole bunch of people do products i'm like we'll just pick one of them sort of thing (laughs) okay and so i'd say um but internally no our titles have no meaning so there's no there's no one in charge of engineering there's no one that runs product there's none of that everyone just shows up every day does what they think is the best use of their time um, with basically, you know, the, the, no one asks permission of anyone else to do anything. They just do it. Mm. The mm. consequence, however, is that we vote twice a year on everyone else's compensation. We're actually in the pro- process right now. And so all of our compensation Whoa. is determined by vote. Everyone in the company participates. There is no titles. There's no hierarchy. Uh, and so your, your compensation is entirely determined by your peers. And so, yes, you can do anything you want, but if what you do sucks, you're just not going to make very much money. Gotcha. I would spend most of my time um, trying to please my peers, I guess, then just sucking up to other people. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, contributing pull requests constantly. Um, <laughs> but but actually, but those two things are the same thing. How do you suck up to 140 people? You just right. kick ass. I mean, like, right. you just have to perform fundamentally. And so your question is, how involved am I in the technology side? I would say um, pretty involved. Uh, like I, you know, have root in all the servers. Um, I take a turn on pager duty. And so if shit breaks in the middle of the night, like I get woken up every once in a while. And, uh, and so I'm very involved in a lot of sort of the technology strategy. The layers that I work on are pretty stable. And so thankfully don't require a lot of changing. I'm not super involved in the application programming layer that I was pretty involved in actually the uh, selection of React Native and kind of the early prototyping and things like this. Um, I'm super involved in the product side, on the business side, and the financial side. So I'm pretty involved across the organization. That's really interesting that you take a pager duty round. That, that's or, that's really really cool because it's it's rare to find people who run companies, CEOs or whatever your you choose your title to be, um, <laughs> to to actually continue to contribute to code, especially where Expensify is. Well, I mean, I think it's, I mean. The way I like to see it is like we say view ourselves like a flat structure, but what does flat actually mean? And I think flat means that there's no thick, juicy center, meaning like everyone has to touch the real world in some fashion. Like everyone is either shipping code, talking to customers, working with auditors, doing something on the outside. No one's job is just to like think real hard. Because <laughs> like, I think that um, I, I kind of think, you know, the worst people in this industry are product managers. It's just, it attracts the worst people because, and I can understand why, it's like pure honey. It is all uh, authority with no accountability. It's like, yeah, I don't talk to customers. I talk to people who talk to customers. And I, I don't write code. I, I talk to people who write code. All you do is talk all day long. And if anything goes wrong, there are a million ways to shift the blame. It's like, oh, that feature sucked. Well, it's not my fault. I mean, like the people who talk to the customers informed me wrong. Or the people who built it, like they suck. They fucked it up, whatever it is. And so I think that um, we try very hard to say, like, no, everyone has to engage with reality, engaging with the customer, engaging with the outside world. That's uh, that's what keeps you fresh. That's what keeps you basically your perspective relevant, because value is not made by talking internally. 
value is made by shipping functionality to actual customers, and anything before that is just overhead. Okay, that was the first part, which was already a lot. The we live in a flat organization, no CTO. Everyone does everything. Everyone votes on everyone's compensation two times a year. That seems like a madness. I don't even know how that works. And the CEO is actively involved in pager duty and brags about it. For those of you interested in cloud, this next part is going to be even more interesting. Where he argues against AWS. The the quote that was sent over, and I'll have you maybe defend it, is that you're interested in simple solutions to complex problems and. Advances in technology since the 90s have all gone in the wrong direction. Okay, I can admit that the 90s were a high water point for human civilization. Um, <laughs> and then from there, it goes on to sort of talk about some of what you do. You know, Ubuntu on bare metal, SQLite for database, C++ and PHP, no internal DNS. So just talk us through, I guess, yeah, exactly. Like a few of those details of the stack and how, um, as you lay that out, you know, I, I think it's it's a good illustration of your overall thesis. Well, I would say, if we go back to like, okay, so what were the technologies available in the late 90s? It's like, okay, there's bare metal servers. There's some like, um, uh, some basic SQL databases. Uh, there's like, you know, PHP, things like this. So like basically everything, the basic trappings of making like a SaaS service were available. And what's happened after that? It's like, well, we've gone through like a million different frameworks. It's like, oh, you know, Fuck SQL, it's got to be Ruby. No, 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 not Ruby. It's got to be this other thing or this other thing. It's got to be you know Ruby on Rails. No, Rails is stupid now. It has to be Angular. No, Angular is dumb too. It's got to be ActionScript, Typecat, like all this stuff. And it's like, oh, well, why all this? Oh, uh, we like these uh, languages because there's no compilation. What are you talking about? Every single modern development is just the most elaborate tool chain. It's much more compiled than C++, but just worse and things like this. And so I think that we've kept rediscovering the old sort of styles and then C++, it's fucking great. It's like, you want closures? You want like any language contract? It's all there. It works wonderful. It compiles wonderful. It's super high performance. It works across all platforms. Um, and so I think that again and again, a lot of these technologies became solutions in search of a problem. And people are like, oh, you know, uh, uh, isn't SQL terrible? We need to go no SQL. It's got to go to like, you know, MongoDB and things like this. Oh, it's actually super hard to do um, uh, sort of some sort of like big query thing. Well, now we're going to make an SQ layer on top of our non-SQL database. And now it's like, now it's just a shitty SQL database. It's like, you could actually just have an SQL database that does all of that. Again and again, I think the worst defender has got to be AWS. I, I cannot understand why people like AWS. It is objectively bad in every possible regard. Like, um, and it blows my mind how people don't see this. Like, um, and basically, every, like you could go to anyone, probably 99.9% .9 of your viewers would agree with the statements like AWS is cheaper, it's faster, it's simpler, it's more reliable, things like this. Everyone would be like, oh yeah, they just nod their head. Yeah, definitely. It is none of those, like um, from a cost perspective, uh, like, oh, so we operate like um, these 384 CPU, seven terabyte RAM or six terabyte RAM servers, uh, these giant monster servers, and they cost literally 10% of what you would pay in AWS bills. Like, because and it's even think about that because AWS, they're not in the business of giving away things. Like the cheapest you can get an AWS server is if you prepay for three years, but the, the cost of prepaying for three years is slightly more than the actual hardware cost. And the hardware cost has a much longer lifespan than three years. You're actually paying like a 10 times premium for AWS. I can go on and on about all of this, but like again and again, when it comes down to like, what is the actual problem you're trying to solve? 
And what is the simplest solution to it? Almost always the solution is like the oldest technology because it was the very first thing that was, people figured out forever ago. Everything that like any new technology is coming out right now, it can't be solving that hard of a problem because what new problems have come out in the, uh, for computers in the past five years? They work exactly the same. Bits are the same. Your screen size hasn't changed. Basically, nothing has changed since 2000, but we keep changing technologies just for the fuck of it. So obviously, I don't condone the people that I quote on this mixtape. I just try to feature interesting bits of audio that maybe you can learn from, maybe are just interesting in some other way or infuriating. And I think I will defend his right to do this. He started the company. He runs it. It's a successful, publicly listed, multi-billion dollar company, and it works for him. Maybe some comp uh, some users are upset. Maybe some employees are not that satisfied, but it is his company and he gets to make the shots and he's working with the technology stack that he's very happy with. So ultimately, I think that's what matters, that you are clear about the kind of way you want to work and then people can decide whether or not they want to work with you, whether they're customers or employees. And that clarity, I think, is something that he has in spades.